0: hey you small business owners out there are you feeling overwhelmed i know you are i know some of you are for sure overwhelmed in a lot of ways that you're doing so much in your business you lost the key person or you never got the key person somehow some way health took you back a week or so uh, it, it's just problematic where you're doing so much, you're ready to throw in the towel or close to it. So I'm Jack Mancini. I'm here with my long-term business partner, Adam Sunhalter. We're business coaches with maximum value partners. And we're going to talk tonight about that feeling of being overwhelmed in your business and running your business and how do you get relief from that. We, uh, again, we deal with small business owners, and I'm sure some of you are going to appreciate uh, what you'll hear tonight. Adam, what do you think?
1: Absolutely, Jack. Hey, I want to thank everybody for being part of this week's edition of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. We're glad to have you along. Uh, there's lots of ways you can be part of the show. we got Sean sitting by in the studio here. He's our engineer taking care of everything, working the board. You can get a hold of us through him by calling 440-946-9468. Again, very easy to remember, 440 440- 946 uh, 9468 We also have emails, radio at MaximumVP.com, and you can tweet your, to your heart's content. We've got three ways to do that. At MaximumVP is for our company. Uh, at Jack M, MVP for Jack Mancini, and at Adam Sunhalter if you want to get a hold of me. So lots of ways to be part of the show to put your comments in here. And as Jack said, we're going to talk today about kind of being overwhelmed, that that feeling that you're never going to get caught up or almost feel like like you're drowning at times in business before we get into that, Jack, I wanted to do a quick update. Uh, several months ago we, we highlighted as part of the show we talked about a case that was recently at the uh, Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court, and a ruling just came out earlier this week, and that was the case uh, of Masterpiece Cake Shop and uh, the owner there, Jack Phillips. And uh, this is out in Colorado. And just as a quick refresher for folks, I think a lot of people are aware of it, but just for those who might not be aware of it, uh, Jack owns this, this, this uh, bakery called the Masterpiece Cake Shop. And back in 2012, uh, he had a couple uh, come in who wanted uh, him to make a cake for them, for their, for their marriage. It happened to be uh, two gay men coming in for it. And he said, look, you can buy whatever you want out here, but you know, I'm not going to uh, make a cake, given my, given my, my religious beliefs, that that's against what I believe. So I'm, so I'm not going to make a wedding cake for you guys, but you guys can buy whatever else you want here. I mean, you're welcome to, to, to buy it, but I'm not going to use my, my artistic skills to be able to do that for you. And these two guys were so upset about this that they wound up suing him for this. And went through multiple uh, different committees and appellate courts and everything else and finally got to the U.S. Supreme Court, and the case was heard uh, late last year. And they just ruled on this this week. And I, I was talking to you about this a, l- a little earlier, Jack. I mentioned it's kind of like kissing your sister, even though I don't have one. I often tell my brother he's kind of like a sister at times when he kind of whines and moans about stuff. But Look out. Appropriate it's, subject. It's that. like what I, I imagine what it's <laughs> like to kiss your sister if you had one. Because they, they 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 ruled in the favor of of Masterpiece Cake Shop and, and Jack Phillips in the case, but it was kind of weak. You know, they they, they the, the 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 majority opinion that was written um, talked about how there was kind of a bias against religious stuff. And it was related to to, to these committees in, uh, that it went through in Colorado, where again they could they could tell by the comments that were being made as they were reading the transcripts that. There was a bias against you know, Jack and his beliefs, but again, just folks who, from, a, from a religious standpoint <clears> using that. So they, they, they threw the case out. And I guess I almost view this as, as their way of saying, hey, this case really should never even been filed in the first place and it was done wrong, so we're going to use our power and kind of throw it out type thing and, and, and reverse, that, you know, re- re- reverse that decision. But it didn't really address a lot of the issues that people are, were hoping for it to address because there are a couple other cases that might be coming here you know from a florist and from a from a photographer who are, who are working weddings to be able to refuse stuff like that. And we've talked about this a little bit on the, on the show months ago, Jack. We talked talk about it. Again today. I think it's, it's when it comes to being an owner, a small business owner here in the country and you, you look at you know first right amendments and you know free you know freedom of speech, freedom of expression, but also there's anti-discrimination laws that are in place and and what do you do as a, as an owner of a small company and how do you how do you use your judgment for what you want to do, what What services that you'd like to provide, and and, and try to, to imagine being forced to provide services to folks that you don't agree with, you know, and, and, and they, they, they quote us a couple of cases in Colorado, too, where you had a couple other bakeries who refused to put um, uh, anti-gay slurs, or they were against, uh, you know, gays and homosexuals on cakes, too, and they weren't prosecuted, right, so as part of, again, as they're looking at what the judges, again, they were they're, they're, they're kind of grasping at straws here to kind of grab stuff, but they, they, they really kind of avoided this issue as well in, in terms of the, the, this seemed to be for this case only. But, so I guess the, the good news is that it got, it got reversed and it it kind of got thrown out, so, so, so Jack Phillips is free to kind of do that, which is, which is a good thing, but it didn't kind of handle some of the, the, that broader issue and the impact that it can have on all companies, especially small businesses, and be able to, to
0: determine who, the, who they want to provide their services or products to. Well, the small business advocates, you know, you, 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 a big part of success for a small business is planning your business. And if you can't plan products, if you can't plan services, it's very difficult to make a profit. And there doesn't seem to be a strong sense in the country today, the culture that we're, we're going through right now, there doesn't seem to be a sensitivity towards the small business owners you know surviving and prospering and there's so much good that comes from from that prospering and making profits jobs are created communities are are lifted up it seems that that there's just a, an intense an, an intense focus on being offended and making things that that probably could be just pretty just walked away from uh, rather than focused on hard and come down with uh, all kinds of, of demands and lawsuits and negativity. It just doesn't seem to work that way, uh, especially when you're talking small businesses, which we're advocates for. Small businesses basically should be able to provide a service that's reasonable and respectful. And the, the customers that frequent that, that uh, particular business basically should be respectful of that and if there's an issue with something they're ordering and the owner doesn't want to provide it, they should just go to another store. Now I know by saying that there's a whole bunch of people out there who disagree with that and they're going to dig in and put all the intensity of a lightning strike uh, uh, to say no, they they shouldn't be put in that kind of position. Well, I don't know. To me, it's common sense. If I walk into some place and I don't like it, I'll walk out and go somewhere else. Is it a little inconvenient? Yeah, perhaps, but so what? I'm inconvenienced by a lot of things, <laughs> and so are all of us. That's all right.
1: So that's. So something I'm was, with you on that, Adam. Yeah, that's something we wanted to kind of bring up, and, and we'll, we'll get into our topic here today, but I just wanted to kind of bring our, our, our listeners up. If you hadn't heard about it or hadn't followed up, that's kind of where it came out, and We'll keep, we'll keep pushing for that. You know, keep pushing for those rights. And, and, you know, you try to think about the small business owners, our topic today, Jack, about kind of feeling overwhelmed and trying to get caught up and feel like you're drowning at times. And try to imagine that as an owner. You know, put yourself in Jack Phillips' shoes, and all of a sudden you have two guys you had a 30-second, a maybe one-minute interaction with, and you're playing with them, but what was kind of going on all of a sudden here? This mm-hmm. is back in 2012, Jack. So here we are almost six years later. And that, you know, you know how these things weigh on you. You know, not to mention the, the time and effort and dollars that were spent to make this thing happen and all the time and the worry and everything else that's kind of going on and the negative impact that it had on his business. You know, or a, lot of people, a lot more folks know who, who who Jack Phillips and the Masterpiece Cake Shop are today than, than they did six years ago. And they a lot of them probably have very strong feelings about it, but I guarantee you what, there, there are probably a lot of folks that when they're traveling to Colorado are going to go visit his place and, and, and buy something there because of that. And hopefully it'll turn him around because like I know I remember reading the story uh, last fall where he's had a pretty good hit in his business because you know he, he stopped doing wedding cakes, and that was a big chunk. I think it was like a quarter of his business. And It was probably pretty profitable for him as well, from from, from, from what I recall. So now he's free, as of this week, to start doing it again. You know, and so you try to imagine that weight that he's been carrying no, around with a him good for, for you know for, yeah, for six am- years. And so picture whatever weight you're carrying around as an owner and all of a sudden you have these things which almost feel like they're out of your control, right? That all of a sudden come and they and whatever you had on, on that list that that you wanted to get done, all of a sudden now we got something else kind of coming at you that you that you that you have to respond to. So
0: well, it it's tough, it's tough as as you small business owners know, making a profit and keeping up uh Keeping up the, the smile on your face day to day as you move forward. It's, it's very rewarding when things fall into place, when you can, can provide for the community, provide for your family, make money, and, and have your employees benefit from that. And the community and the fabric of the community also rises because you have a nice, good business. And that good business has lots of subjective definitions to it. And, you know, it's, it's more than profit, that's for sure. But the culture has, has kind of uh, moved off track, uh, at least in our opinions. And we don't like it, you know. We, we, I, I'm looking forward to that ending in a peaceful way. Rights, uh, rights can get very complicated and difficult, and it's a shame that we're pushing so much through the courts that have to decide things. And we're looking to be advocates of small business growth. Run your business well and profits are going to be there. Well, what does run that business well mean? What does it mean? Do you do what Starbucks just recently did? Do you basically invite anybody into your store to sit and buy nothing for as long as they want, just like they did? Is that a good business decision? Is it logical? Do people even want to talk about it? Or do they just fall back into the shadows and let things uh Fall where they may. To us, it doesn't seem like it's a good decision to invite anybody into your store to sit and take up space, not buy anything, and let let them sit there for as long as, as they want to. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. I can find better things to do with my money, and and uh, that wouldn't be one of them, that's for sure. All so right. anyway, where the heck are we? That's right. right. We're... <laughs> We're wandering off the, the reservation. We're going to move back <laughs> on the reservation. That's probably offensive to, to somebody, wandering off the reservation. We're going to jump back on the
1: reservation <laughs> with two feet, Jack. Here we go, parachuting in. <laughs> that's right. All right. So, we're talking today about, we'll, 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 we'll frame it here before you head to our first break, Jack, in terms of that, that feeling. So, if you're an owner who feels like you can't get on top of things, the, the, the to do list keeps on growing, the email inbox keeps on filling up the 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 mail piles up whatever it might be the, the, there's the overwhelming feeling of dread there's not enough hours in the day to get stuff done and it, you know, as you go to sleep at night dead tired of the next day and all starts over again feels like you're almost in a in a version of twilight zone where it keeps happening over and over and over again if you're feeling that way if you're seeing that if that describes you and there's there there are several several situations that can cause it Jack talked early on about this you know it could be you had a key employee that 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 left you you may be going through some tremendous growth you may be going through some hard times of stuff somebody may have gotten sick um you know there's a lot of things that can that can cause where all of a sudden you're feeling overwhelmed by what's kind of going on in your business and to the point where you you almost may feel like like giving up or you kind of put your hands up and you aren't sure what to do so let me as we had to break here let me let me ask you one lemmy, question
0: let me let me all right I know what that means, so that's good good all right. Uh, and I'm not referring to, to to the the the. I'm the vocabulary police. Well, I'm not referring here, to, the, to, to the
1: recently passed away uh, lead singer of of Motorhead. No, you um, aren't. You aren't. Yes, you aren't. So 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 let me <laughs> let me ask you a question. Why? why? Why is the owner? Why is the boss? Are you letting this happen? Very good question. All right. So why don't you ponder that during break? We'll come back. We'll talk about what to do
0: about this. All right. So stay tuned. For more of that, I'm Adam Sonhalter and I'm Jack Mancini and we are small business experts. I'm going to use that word. That's not a big word either. Experts.
1: Good. All right. Well, stick stick around. We've got more dirty secrets of small business coming your way here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 a.m., 101.5 fm and online, wintradio.com. <laughs> back here with some Bob Marley Jack.
0: Bob Marley again. Bringing us on in. Bob Marley again I heard of him.
1: That's some good that's some good summer music for you right? It is. A little reggae going on. Sure gets in the summer mood. Feel like the beaches and the sand and the sun. Lots of good stuff. All right. That's what I heard. So we're back here with uh, Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Thanks for joining us this evening. We're having a good time talking about Drowning. Speaking of beaches and sand and sun, Jack, isn't that a good topic to talk about this time Good time, time
0: one. I didn't know the good time one went way west like that. I thought it hung around Cleveland. Yeah, it goes everywhere. Everywhere yeah. you want it to go. No kidding. I didn't know that. So,
1: our topic there, talking about being overwhelmed. And as we went to break, Jack, I was giving our, our uh, business owners and clients and gave them a question to ponder for a couple minutes while we are at break, which is why. Why on earth would you as the owner, you as the boss... Let this happen, and this being, you're feeling so overwhelmed, you can't get everything done. You know, it's just, it's, you're absolutely drowning. It's to the point. It's actually probably worse than drowning, Jack. It's like being in quicksand. And you know what happens in quicksand? If you get into quicksand and you try harder, and you struggle to get out. What happens? You start sure, to go further sink. and further in, right? So many owners will try to work their way out of it. They haven't to put in. Instead of putting in 16-hour days, I'm going to put in 18-hour days. Instead of putting in, you know, six days a week, I'm putting in seven days a week. And they're just going to kind of work their way through it. And, you know, I did a lot of all-nighters when I was 22, 23, 24, 25. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I can do those. That was 20-plus years ago. I can do those. <laughs> I couldn't do three days in a row like I did back then, Jack.
0: I don't know. I think it could.
1: Well, it's not, it doesn't necessarily work either. You know, the idea of working more and working harder doesn't necessarily make you more effective. You know, it's, it's helpful
0: to get some sleep and rest, too. That's an important it is part helpful. of uh, I, making you good, right? You need, a bit of, you need a little bit of sleep for sure. You know it's, what's wrong, what's really wrong, is if you're overwhelmed, putting in this time, trying to hold everything together, and you're losing money. Oh, boy. Holy crap. Who would ever want to do that? Sign That's me a, up, a, Jack. Where I sign up for that? How do hey. I get 20 hours, high stress, life is miserable, all for losing money. Let so the three on. of us, you, I, and Sean here, are esteemed engineer. We could start a company before we get out of this booth tonight, and we could lose money. We could lose money for as long as we we had money to put into the company. So we could, you know, why go through all the stress if you're going to lose money? Why don't you? Why don't we flip hamburgers or? find something very simple and benign to do to lose money the <laughs> same way. There's no the prof- challenge in losing money. Well, we can eat the profits then, Jack. We could hamburgers. do that. We could go into the uh, blue cheese combo business, which go. is something i jumped to.
1: You recently discovered the the the, the, the good, blue cheese Very good, by the way. Combos. Very
0: good. Right, right next to... Uh, Who's our restaurant? Dino's restaurant 3. Dino's three. Yeah, what happened to two? I don't know where
1: one and two are. They're somewhere else. We've only been to Dino's Mm -hmm. three, but three's pretty good. Third time's a charm, right? We like we like Dinos. So 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 why so why did the owners let this stuff happen? You know, it's you know there was a word that that came up, a phrase that came up. Sorry, a a couple weeks ago, and it's just popping in my head. you are talking about that. The idea that Mm -hmm. you're working so hard, and if you're doing it and you're losing money. The, the the phrase of being an indentured servant, No, right? Very good. <clears throat> and that's uh, I feel like we're uh, people. You know, the folks are feeling this way right now, Jack. They're probably not feeling much better right now as they're listening to us talk. They're thinking, okay, I need to go that's jump them. in the lake like some some coach from the Browns did recently. So, no yeah, oh boy, that's another story for another day. <laughs> Sorry, I get you distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, goofball. So, that guy, so yeah. let me let me get back to our topic. So so. Why does this happen again? We, we gave a couple of reasons why this might be happening. There could be some tremendous growth going on in the company. where We got more things coming at you. where maybe new businesses come on board, and it's just there's a lot to do. There's some folks that that, that uh, maybe have left, or have gotten sick, or or uh, maybe there's there, there somebody you know filing a lawsuit. We we're we we're talking in, in this first segment today about about Jack Phillips and Masterpiece uh, Bakery in Colorado, where he got hit with a lawsuit out of, you know, out of nowhere. So there's a lot of things that can also impact what's kind of going on and make you feel like you're so overwhelmed as far as what's kind of going on. And the, the key here when you're doing all this stuff is to say, okay, and I, I ask that question as far as why are you letting this happen as the owner, as the boss. You have a choice. You always have choices. And that's something we have to often remind our clients of. And, and part of what happens is we, we, we have a – because Jack and I are not you know, – when we coach our clients, it's their companies, okay, and while we care deeply for most of our clients, you know, I say most because you know, you know, some are newer, so we don't care as deeply for them yet, but we, we certainly will. It's still not our, our company. okay? And so we're still objective from that standpoint, so we'll often use a lot of logic. We're aware of a lot of the emotions that are part of this stuff. But it's often we'll see them, Jack, where they're so mired in that quicksand. Picture being in that quicksand. All of a sudden, they're wiggling, their ankles are down, there, and now all of a sudden they're up to their shins, and they're up to their knees, and, and it's getting close <laughs> to their hips, and they keep wiggling. We're, we're, we're seeing them there. It's like, hey, I got this vine. Here's the vine. That, you know, no, no, I, I almost got it. I almost got it, Jack. Sounds I mean, like, a, sounds like a jungle
0: movie. <laughs> where'd, <laughs> where'd you get the vine? Where'd you get the vine from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, usually quicksand will be in a, will be in a jungle somewhere. You're yeah. right. Yeah, Tarzan yeah. threw it down yeah. to me, Jack. Off there he came, he came sweeping in. did you hear, didn't hear the the, the cry. The right hey,
0: that. That's who I'm
1: thinking we're of. Talking about the, we're talking about the, the older movies today, Jack. The black and white we movies. Are. That's, no, so, that's so, good. So that's, that's where it comes good. from. I have a clear picture of it. All right. So the the older Tarzan comes swinging on the vine here, <laughs> and
0: we're and, and here we come with and the, 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 Kinda the like vines. Kind of like over the transom. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> what does over the transom mean? Wait, I got another one that uh, we were talking the other night. What does semi mean? Semi. Yeah. I want a definition of semi. We were but talking about a truck, and and Alice said uh, something about a semi truck. I said, "Wait, what There's is different a semi truck?" For it. Well, I think <laughs> of
1: I think of uh, <laughs> semi in uh, Coming to America. That was our, that was Arsenio Hall's character. And I remember that. I remember going to the to the Western Union to request money. <laughs> She's reading the thing off, but I'm wanting half a million dollars. You know, and mentioned his name semi. He goes, That's "Semi, okay, sorry, semi." And Tell them to ask for a million dollars, right? That's always good. The semi trailer. I don't know what the semi the, the semi usually means partly when it comes to things like like retired, right? You're semi retired.
0: Yeah.
1: Or uh, semi gloss. That means p- partially gloss. Right? <laughs> so why don't say they partially. Say retired? partially? Why don't they say so partially? a semi trailer? Is it a partial trailer? I don't know, Jack. <laughs> I don't either. I'm sure somebody will be able to figure out the answer for us so we can get we can get to a break. That's right. Because it'd be, it'd be pretty boring for folks to listen to us and look, look up on the answer, but the, we'll, 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 we'll come back to that answer. Okay. So here we come, swinging on the vines, right? Here we go. Let's go back to Tarzan. Let's go back on topic, Jack. Back to Tarzan. All right. So the, divines, <laughs> the vines we're providing are some of the solutions to them. Because often when you're in there struggling to try to get out, you almost feel helpless where you just you, you kind of want to struggle your way through it. And there's a choice to be made here that, is, and often the, the, the answers are very simple. So for, for any of those folks who are current or past clients of ours or you've met uh, uh, current or past clients <coughs> of ours or you've, you've toured their, their places of business, chances are you're going to see some whiteboards in their, in their place of business. Whiteboards. That's the salvation for problem solving. Whiteboards, uh, flip charts, uh, the old yellow uh, uh, legal pads. Mm-hmm. If you're more into technology, a Word document, uh, <coughs> your, your, your notes and your phone somewhere... But w- w- what you want to do is you want to find that, you know, that whiteboard, that, that, that technology, that piece of paper that you can get stuff out of your head. Just start there and take all the things that you feel. And the wording is very, very important here. We have so many folks that we hear use the words of I have to do and they sort of I have to do something. And we're saying that's a bunch of baloney. You don't have to do anything. You're choosing to do certain things. But in your mind, put down what you think you have to do, whatever it's going to be. And I don't care if it's 15 things or 100 things. Let's get them out of your head and get them up on that board. Get them out so we can look at it and start to figure out, okay, what's really going on here? What's really the priority? If I've got 72 things, all 72 can't be number one priority, Jack. It's just not possible. Something's got to be number one. And we start to figure out, what are the, maybe the top five?
0: Maybe, That's a good start. Maybe Don't, don't, don't,
1: don't put too many yeah. up there. So, what, yeah. you know, so let's try to pick our top five out of those 72. And sort of narrow down out, what really do we need to start to kind of focus on first? And getting it out, you'd be amazed how a relief. We were describing in the first segment, Jack, how uh, the, 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 the owner of, of Masterpiece Bakery, Jack Phillips, must have felt Monday when that ruling came down and the, the weight he's been favor. carrying around for six years came down and said, hey, you're now relieved that that, that that case has been reversed. You can now offer wedding cakes again. I guarantee you he was walking on clouds. He probably still is this week. I mean, just how light he must feel from having carrying that weight around. You might have you, you may have a very similar reaction when you get all this stuff out of your head and get up on the whiteboard, get it down on the piece of paper, get on the flip chart, get it out of your head and get out there so we can kind of see it. Yeah, see what
0: it it has a tremendous relief factor here, a freedom like you're saying, the weight lost or not weight lost, weight lifted off your shoulders. It's it's a chance to begin all over again fresh. Yeah, even though you know you're going to have battles here to win a win a victory like that, it's very important, very important for relief, if you will. So, start getting that Pull together.
1: Get it out of your head, get it down on a piece of paper, because that's gonna allow you to now starting to prioritize and to start to pick things. And start to pick those again. If we can go with just the top five and start there to to really you can start to get your arms around those things. You're choosing a way to kinda of go because other things can start other things can wait. Other things can be can be pushed off a little bit, they get they pushed aside. And what we <laughs> want to start to of do that is start to get folks to start to help you. Okay? somebody's got to help you. So that could be, depending on what's going on, it could be people internally that you have right now. It could be somebody you haven't met yet. Maybe you need to bring somebody into the organization. But you want to be able to find, and if you look at those top five, is there one of those five you can now hand off to somebody else? And the preferred one out of those five would be something that's not a one-time thing, that it's a repetitive thing, they could be able to hand off to them, and you'll spend some time training. So we, we, we'll get into some of this. I want you to start working on that list when we go to break here. In terms of what are those things? If you got the list already handy, start picking the top five before we, you know. So when we come back from break, we can talk more about this. So stay tuned for, for for more of this. I'm Adam Sonhalter.
0: and I'm Jack Mancini, and we're going to solve this problem here of feeling overwhelmed. You as a business owner can get out of the situation. All right, we've got more dirty secrets of
1: small business coming your way. Stay tuned here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM, and online, WINTRadio.com. That's right, we're back here with some Bob Marley again, Jack. Right, yeah, Bob been, Marley. You know, Sean's pretty wasn't good. Was any one of the
0: ghosts of Christmas past? <laughs>
1: Marley is correct, yes, but not Bob. Oh, you sure? Yeah, Bob we never wasn't got quite that. His first name? What did we? He wasn't quite that old. <laughs> Olden Spirit. Olden Spirit, yes. Yeah, Bob Marley, okay. Marley and Cratchit. Let me make
0: a note of that. Let me put it on my computer. All right. All right.
1: So we're back here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm uh, your
0: co-host, Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we're talking about small business stuff, like what in the world are you doing in a company that you own and are miserable in it? Why don't you walk away and do something simpler, and you can be miserable in that too, but maybe not <laughs> maybe <laughs> not to the same extent. <laughs> There's no <laughs> good reason to be miserable unless you're you're paying some dues, <laughs> collecting some money uh through profits that are pretty formidable, but otherwise it's crazy and even that even even running for the money here that uh that has its downsides too but definitely if you aren't making profits, I would call uh working your butt off to to uh keep a company alive it's total insanity. And most people can't. They, they would look at an adjustment or a close down or something else as a failure. And that couldn't be further from the truth. All right. So
1: this is the get them pumped up part of this show, right, Give Jack? Them the happy side. That's All right. right. So we're here to talk about how do you handle this? You're in a situation. You want to fight through. We've talked about getting it out of your head, getting it up on a whiteboard, on flip charts, on a piece of paper, or into your computer. Somehow get it out of your head. Get it out to where you can see it. It's in black and white, it's in color, I don't care. You can use all kinds of different colored markers that we do on the whiteboard, but get it out and get it listed. Get all that stuff out of your head so you can see it and start to organize it and start to figure out. We talked about getting a top five list that you can kind of start to attack as far as what are the five most important things that you really want to be able to kind of work on and get done. And then we talk about trying to find somebody to help. And we've talked about it. If we talk about it once, we talk about it a hundred times in this show, Jack, in terms of finding good people. We talk about it thousands of times in our daily life with, with clients of ours. If you can find good people, and good people can do wonderful things for you and for your business. And so if you have a good person, you can start to give them stuff. You What's know? a
0: good person, though, Adam? Or are you going to get into that? Well, it's... it's uh, Tell me how. From the Supreme Court. <laughs> who
1: was the Who is the justice about Who was who on pornography? Is that Marshall talking about if you, you kind of know when you see it. No, it wasn't Marshall, was it?
0: No, I can't remember that one. Anyway, I know, a, I remember well, the, the the statement. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you, you kind of know when you see it. The, the same thing's true for a good for a good a good person. You kind of know him when you see him. And you've probably seen him, whether you've seen him in your business or not. You may have seen him with a a customer of yours. You may have seen him with a vendor of yours. You may have seen it at a restaurant you go to, or or or, or a bar you go to, or. or or your, your dry cleaner. You've seen, you've seen good people and you start to think about, these are the folks that have a great attitude. They're willing to try and learn stuff. They're willing to, again, even if they don't know something, they're willing to kind of figure it out. And we have all sorts of uh, experience like this with clients of ours where, again, they come in, and it's not unusual that they feel overwhelmed at times. And it could be a lot of it's due to to, to the growth of the business. That's a big factor. We mentioned also if somebody you know, leaves unexpectedly, people pass away, people get sick, things happen. Where all of a sudden, um, you know, there there are duties that, that that have to get done by somebody, and for some reason, you know, we we we've, we've used the analogy of Atlas and having the weight on their shoulders, you know, uh, the weight of the world on their shoulders. That that visual is very true for many owners. They feel like I, I just put it on to me. I don't want to I don't want to burden. Or inconvenience my, my team. So I'll take it on my shoulders and do it myself instead of having them help you. Have, if you have a 200-pound weight to carry around, if you and I do it, it's only 100 pounds a piece, or maybe it's 75 for you and 125 for me. Well, if I get a third person here, all of a sudden we're dividing mm-hmm. it three ways. It's much easier to carry that weight and to reach our goals to get it across the line. If it's just me, I may
0: eventually get it there,
1: but boy, it's going to take everything I got to get it over that line
0: oh well, i'm still I'm still stuck on the good person. How do we find that? We have such difficulty with our clients trying to explain that, and it's almost unexplainable. So much of it is in the gut. I like to use the uh the the example of a professional football draft in which they spend billions of dollars with all these football experts and psychologists and testing and interviews. And they spend untold millions, you know, making somebody whatever draft choice is going to be, and they get it wrong. So here's, here's a specialized industry, pretty narrow by definition, people hovering all over it, money is no object, and they can't get it right. So here you are, a business owner with 12 employees, you just lose one, you're overwhelmed, you're ready to quit, you're ready to break up your family, it's driving you crazy and all you need is a good person how the heck do you find that you know you have one chance and very few where the nfl has all these resources and billions of dollars to throw at it and they get it wrong so to well, get a good person i don't know i don't there is no formula and you have to take a chance and I think that that's part of the overwhelming that, that accrues to a small business owner. Like, I don't want to go through this again. The last four pl- people I hired turned out to be uh, the wrong people. But I got to try again. And you got to keep trying till you get it. Because a good person is going to make relief unbelievable for you. And chances are the company's going to succeed on many fronts because of that. So you gotta keep working at it. You gotta keep working at finding that good person. Absolutely nothing will impact a small company better than that. Nothing.
1: So if you aren't sure if you have one internally or not, I think a great way to sort of test people, Jack, is we have that list we've got listed out now. Mm-hmm. And we have our top five priorities. You take one of those things and give it to somebody. They'll just throw it their way and have them figure it out. Kind of train them up, and hand it off to them, so they can start doing it and helping you out. And you'll sort of test them whether they know anything about it or not. If they're good. They'll learn about it. They'll ask questions about it. They'll put in extra time and effort to, 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 to get it figured out. Even if, they, even if they're if they busy, chances are, again, nobody's working harder than you right now as the owner. And you've got people that you're paying to help. Let them help you. So start there with some to get some potential immediate relief. And then when you say go look for a good person, well, the first step there is going to be figuring out what you want that good person to do. So we have this list on our whiteboard, Jack, of all these different things that are kind of going on. I can start to kind of pick and choose and group a them good together. Idea.
0: That's right. That's a good idea.
1: And I identify here are some of the things that I'm trying to do. That if, Boy, if I had somebody that could do these seven things, Jack, wow, that would be... Now, is that a full-time gig? I don't know. Maybe it's only a part-time gig. That's right. But here's what happens. You find somebody who's good, and they come in, you start them with those seven things. They start to get the rhythm down pretty well. You start giving them more things and more things and more things. And before you know it, that good person has taken a tremendous... Weight off your shoulders, and they're able to. You know, the, 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 one of the questions we will often get is how do you, how do you pay for somebody like that? Because it's you know it's often viewed as somebody who's not. I'll I'll use that term productive, right? Because they aren't maybe billing directly overqualified. or overqualified. Well, no. It's in terms of it, it's more of a support area. We're taking some of the burden off of you uh, from the administrative function, where they aren't directly billing their time. They aren't they aren't producing product for you, so it's hard to see how they're going to pay for themselves. Well, the burden that they relieve from you as the owner to help make sure certain things are getting done and getting done well. that are uh, Because what's often happening is you as the owner are spending time on things you shouldn't be, and there are other things that you should be doing to help move the company forward that really you're best suited to do and are being (coughs) either neglected or aren't being uh, done as much as they should while you're busy doing other stuff that somebody else could be doing who's a good person that can help take this weight off your shoulders. And there are plenty of places to find them these days. We've talked, again, numerous times about things like Indeed.com, ZipRecruiter, you go on to LinkedIn, you can even go on to Craigslist. There's a lot of online places to go that if you know what you're looking for. So having those duties laid out in terms of you know, what you're looking for as far as the actual role of that position. And then what are some of those skills and experience? And you know, you have a very simple example that we'll give. We had a, a client recently we are talking to about this who had uh, one of the cases we are discussing where we've got key people that that, that left. And... He wanted to replace, you know, the, the, the key person with somebody who's going to be pretty good, and all of a sudden uh, an opportunity and a person presented themselves. Now, the person that presented themselves came through a friend, which is often how things come. You know, this whole no-like-and-trust, friends and family, people will, will start to appear in your life. And the person who came had some, had some baggage, had some issues, didn't have a, you know tremendous skills, but um, as we talked through a little bit, this person, you know, what he was looking for to start with were very simple, Okay. As simple as somebody who would show up on time and somebody who had some computer skills that's right the now the tell tell the me you think that sounds like yeah, that, that's a pretty low hurdle to cross over. you would think right? Well, given this person's situation, um number one's been hard in terms of being able to kind of show up on time or one plan. The computer skills seem to be okay so far it's It's that first one though. And so the challenge is that you know the, the, this owner hadn't gone, you know, hadn't gone out to look for somebody yet. So what's happening instead of getting relief, it's kind of the, what you alluded to before, Jack. People will, will will delay or push us off. Hey, I've tried to find somebody, and you know, it takes so much time to do it, or I got the wrong person. Also, now instead of having help and relief, I've got more, more I've got That's more burden. I've got more. I got more people to babysit here and try to keep busy instead of instead of them helping me out. And so you gotta be very decisive because usually what, you, what we find is within the first week or two, certainly within the first thirty days, you know if this person's right for you or not. And if they're not right for you, you gotta get rid of them. Gotta. Gotta is right. Gotta is the correct word. You so, have to get rid of them. So if you if you do that and find and you go find them, keep keep turning those rocks to try to find the person that can help you. In the meantime. In the meantime, you got to take care of yourself too. You mentioned before about you got you to be able to get some, some time away, some, some rest. Things, things <clears> can <throat> wait. You know, there's times where we're be working 10, 12, 14 hour days. But if you've been grinding it out like that for weeks, for months, for years,
0: it's going to take its toll. There's no question. Stress is a real thing, and that's what causes it.
1: Well, your body will start breaking down. You you have a story you've told numerous times, Jack, that I think maybe is appropriate here, about your guy that... uh, Nervous breakdown? Yeah. Yeah. Where the body took over. Why don't you tell people kind of what happened there in terms of, you know, you think your mind over matter thing kind of works. Tell them what happened with with this guy.
0: No, he was an engineer who was working uh, huge, huge hours trying to build a plant uh, in, in Tennessee, and he was going back and forth from cleveland with me you know but he he had by sh- by sh- by far the biggest portion of the the stress here and we had this opportunity here to present to our board of directors who was going to come down and nice time to sort of flash your smarts and all this good stuff so we would normally hop on a plane 637 in the morning and you know get down there and do our thing and more often than not stay the week and uh, this one, this the day of the of the presentation, which was going to be in the afternoon. And he didn't stay down there the night before. He he had some issues at home, so he had to go back home. And he was going to catch the early flight. Well, he, I took the early flight. He wasn't there. I called, and his his wife was in a total state of panic. He was sitting at the end of the bed, and holding a sock his body literally shut down or his mind literally shut his body down he, he couldn't get dressed I mean as silly as that sounds he could not get dressed and it basically came down to to uh, him having a mental breakdown where his body was shut down by his brain he could not function and it happens it'll happen to you if you don't get out of that overwhelmed feeling it's have you gotta pull out of it from time to time Get refreshed and then go back into it again. That's fine, but you got to watch that stuff. It's
1: very real, very real. So it's an amazing story, Jack. That's something for pe- for people to think about as we're heading here to break. Is you, you got to get out of that stuff, folks. All right. So we got some more stories. We got some more solutions here in, the, in our last segment that's coming up. So stay tuned here more about how do you do this. How do you when you're feeling overwhelmed and you feel like you're drowning. How do you get out of it? So stay tuned here more of that. I'm Adam Sunhalter.
0: And I'm Jack Mancini. We are company fixers. Stay tuned. we got more Dirty
1: Secrets of Small Business coming your way here on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 1015 FM, and online, WINTradio.com. All right. It's a very appropriate tune, Jack. That's uh, Don't Worry About a Thing. By who? By Bob Marley. Bob about here. a thing. See you, ready to sing along tonight, Jack? Ready? Isn't a guy, right? Every little thing is gonna be alright. That's per- perfect for our show tonight, Jack. Don't worry about a thing. Everything's gonna be alright. So we're talking about tonight. As you're an owner, you're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling like there's too much to do. You feel like you're drowning in your business. Listen to Bob. He says, hey, don't worry about a thing, man. Everything's ready. Everything's going to be okay. Hmm. What do you think, Jack?
0: I think uh, he he should have done something about his toe. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're a lot of fun educating yeah. Jack during the break here about Bob Marley and what happened to him and the conspiracies around it and everything else.
0: But it's a lot of fun. All I say is why in the world would I want to know all about a guy like that? No one has a good answer. We'll be taking your tweets right. and
1: emails on that in terms of the Bob Marley fans out there. Please let Jack know about it. It's great, wonderful, relaxing music. You probably like some reggae music. No, that's okay. I like the music. It's
0: like watching pro football. I I really don't care about uh, the guy under the helmet and the uniform and his opinion on anything in the world. Uh, I really don't. So I'd like to watch him play football, though. So Bob Marley, that music coming in was pretty good. I like that. I Mm. like music. I like good music, any kind, anywhere. But I don't really care often to understand the artiste. I could see you playing steel drums, Jack. That'd I could, good. too. I could grow dreadlocks and uh, wear the right <laughs> outfit, That's get my right. toes smashed around a couple times, and I'd be right <laughs> in there, man. I could <laughs> see that. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to aspire to that, too. I'm aspiring to be an accountant. And what, what do we call Bob Marley? What he's kind a, of artist? It's a reggae. Reggae artist. Reggae artist. Yes, okay. So we'll That's, be, I'm aspiring to that. That's on my list. All right. So That's on my in. whiteboard. We're going to have to come in here. We're going to
1: have our dreadlocks <laughs> going. We're going to have our, our tie-dye shirts on. We're going to be smoking some pot in here. Oh, we're going to man. We're that, sound, that
0: sounds terrific. We're going to have
1: some great shows there, Sean. i be like, okay. Close the door, yeah, Sean, and right.
0: seal it up. Close the window here. Turn out yeah, the lights. and like we're, the, right. <laughs> we're in good shape. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so those are the kind of things you can start to do. That's Wait, Marley
0: could have used some medical marijuana, couldn't he? Yeah, and he used medical stuff, he had all time. kinds of good stuff. He was fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was okay. He, so, didn't have to, he didn't have to. live in Ohio, I'm sure. <laughs> so, oh boy. So
1: taking breaks like this, you know, this is, you know, the, the, these are important things we're talking about. Um, you know, taking some time and, and caring for yourselves. We went to break. Jack was given the story of a a former coworker of his that had a, had a, literally a nervous breakdown where his brain shut his body down. Where he wasn't able to do stuff because he's such high stress. We have examples of clients over the years have had all kinds of health scares. Some have been uh, real, some haven't been. Everything from from stress-induced uh, uh, ulcers and high blood pressure and 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 becoming diabetic from 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 eating so poorly and not taking care of themselves. Uh, all kinds of things that, that that happen that you can directly relate back to. You know weeks and months and years of just, uh, again, stress-induced or just, again, overworking themselves where they aren't taking care of themselves. And so one of the things that we'll, what we talk about, is, you know, we've seen that it has worked well is that people just take a little time off. Sometimes it's forced. You know, we had a client recently who had, who had an issue uh, with his back and he said it was fantastic. He was out for three days and was able to get caught up on some stuff and that's something that's it's, it's a great strategy to try to do is we, we'll talk about the idea of kind of setting up a wall or kind of just not letting anything else into your world for a couple of days, you know, we're just, say, okay, well, I got whatever issues I have to deal with right now. Let me just focus on these things alone and let nothing else into my world. That can be very empowering, too, because, again, the, the idea of crossing off stuff off your list, of getting it done and kind of getting accomplished will sort of build on itself to, to be able to create some good momentum of it. So, again, who, who is, it? is it? Susan Powder? Stop the Insanity. Remember her? Is that a thing of Susan, Susan powder. powder? No, that was her famous phrase, like "Stop the insanity," right? Just, just stop it. And th- that's what we often will see with our clients. We have to literally smack them around a little bit, say, "Just stop!" It's absolutely insane. We say, "Look, you're the one in charge.
0: You're the boss. What are you doing?" That's what coming full circle tonight. That's exactly what we're talking about. You're the boss. So how come you feel guilty? Taking time off. We had breakfast with one of our clients this morning who was feeling guilty about taking time off and the perception that the employees are going to have of him if he goes to a a baseball game or if he does something recreational and everyone knows it. Well, the question is, back to him, is, (laughs) so what? (laughs) You know, why, why can't you do that? Why shouldn't you do that? Perception is, in this case, absolutely wrong. You know, you have perks. You're working 24-7 on your company. I don't care who you are. You can't p- turn off that switch. But you can certainly create an environment that doesn't put you at the helm all the time. And you got to make sure you do this. It's just so important. And, they're, you know, they're pretty well, you know, I will come back to good people again. You know, some tricks, and this, these are takeaways tonight, you know. I mean, it's a simple takeaway. All the, all the better, usually all the better Better solutions are simple. When you hire a person, or we're looking to find a good person, I like the idea of collecting off a whiteboard and putting a, a bullet point criteria of 6, points. 10 points. Those, that, those points are duties that somebody, a good person, could take away from you, the owner. So you work hard to find somebody like that. You hire that person on a 90-day agreement. You're going to know sooner than 90 days if that's a good person. But if they aren't panning out, you get rid of them quickly. And that's it. No reclamation. No, I'm going to give this guy or this girl, you know, time to, to fill into the job, blah, blah, blah. No, you're going to get rid of them if you know and you will at, at 90 days. So you're at very little risk, very little time that, that uh, you know, comes about. So if you can get those duties and if you can get a 90-day program going on, You're going to have, you know, a big advantage of finding a good person. If during the process somebody now you're sitting down, you like you like this this person a lot and it fills the criteria and your team, if you have three or four people interview this person, they all like them, except it comes back that they're overqualified. That's a buzzword that you should jump all over. Mm -hmm. If you can get an overqualified person, get it. It isn't somebody who you're going to pay an extra $50,000 to next month or 20000 whatever the number is going to be. It's somebody who's going to be making or has come from a, a, a work environment that basically paid them better than you projected this job should be paid for. That overqualified person, 8 out of 10 times, is going to find ways to improve your company, give you ideas, create energy, proving that they're a good person to you. And you're going to find that out within 90 days. If you're wrong, chances are they're still going to leave in a very short period of time with changes to your company that are going to be very, very positive, and quite frankly, would probably take you years if you ever got to to putting those in. Those are secrets. 90-day, 90 90-day 90 trial period, and the words "overqualified" mean you go after that person if everything else is going and pay them a little more. And you'll find that they were they, they return that payment 10 times over, many times over. We've just seen it too often. A qualified, uh, <coughs> uh, an overqualified person, again, is the buzzword. Hire them. Hire them. Even if you have to stretch it a little bit.
1: You know, As you're talking about overqualified people, Jack, I know there have been stories over the years of uh, coaches that were maybe professional coaches, like professional football coaches that, that leave and then go back and wind up coaching high school football. Now you tell me one high school in America that wouldn't take a, a a guy who was a former pro football coach. Yeah. He's probably overqualified for that role, right? So that's that's right. uh, He'll get
0: tired and quit after 30 days (laughs) or 60 days. I mean, those are the, it's, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those myths, quite frankly. And, and it often comes from an HR mentality here and people who, who have this adoration towards, uh, classification of jobs and salaries that go along with it you know they, they bring that from big companies to, to small ones often and we can't pay this person an extra ten thousand dollars Sally's going to get pissed off you know <laughs> well, <laughs> screw me. it let me your company your company and you got to make it successful and then you got to have the the gonads to basically take off when you want to take off
1: Gonads, good. All right. Well, let me, let me. we got a couple minutes to go here on the show. I mean, we have one recent story that's happened. We kind of tied those two together, the overqualified person and be able to get these these duties off. And a client of ours recently had some health issues going on. And we kind of jokingly said, well, good thing we got you some support because the they had hired a couple of people recently to help relieve some of these things that were going on. If the health issues that came up had come up six months ago it would have been detrimental tremendously to not only the, the client, but also the, the business. And one of the people that, that they wound up hiring was somebody who was, and they said, look, this person we knew when they came in because of our guidance, we knew that that, that they were overqualified. We said, no, bring them anyway, right? And so very quickly, and this is in the first 90 days, just had the 90-day review. Um, they not only were doing all the things that they had listed out originally, started doing a bunch of other things because that's what happens. Good people start to attract more stuff. And it was describing the... the, 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 the Uh, desire to learn and get better. And that's what this person was doing and was saying, hey, I'm not sure, I've never done this before, but let let me understand, train me on it. Uh, And asking questions, coming back that very quickly got up to speed. You know, the the, the good people are always getting better. They they don't just know certain things and that's what they know. They're constantly getting better and learning and and starting to adapt and starting to add value to the business and doing very well. And so having those people on board, it's amazing how how relaxed this client felt given the situation. It's a fantastic thing that you can do, and that's where you want to be. And as Bob Marley says, you know, don't worry, everything's gonna be all right, man. Boy, <laughs> Bobby Marley. Bob Marley, not Jacob Marley. That's what we're talking about before. Jacob Marley's the one who is in chains and he was. Sounds you know, like the same ghost of Christmas me. past. So, all right, we're, we're out of time again. Fastest hour <laughs> radio, as always. We thank you for joining us. You're going to hear about more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Hey, shoot us an email if you want, RadioMaximumVP.com. You can, you can call us, 877-849-0670. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a, leave a review when you're there. Or go to check out anything you missed on the archived uh, part of the website here, WINTRadio.com or on iTunes. Learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 1015 FM and online, wintradio.com. Combo time.